Hey guys, welcome back to the Brothers of the World podcast. Uh, it's been a minute since we've been on. Not much has been happening. Everybody's just trying to, you know, lay low. But here we are, football may be coming back. So we're coming back and we've got a full squad here with us. We've even got Chino back and we have Ebbs, our guest for today. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. It's nice to finally be on the pod, man. I know I was supposed to come like... How many months ago, but just timing and everything. But it's good to yeah, be on yeah, there, I got you. Yeah, um, you went with um, Ante and Saf out to the Milan Derby back in March, wasn't it? Yeah, that was amazing. That's actually amazing. It's always good to link up with them, man. Yeah, yeah, what a match! And we got Chino back, uh, our usual man. <laughs> 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 I'm back. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and we have we have Risto as always. I mean, and always if, here, always here for me. Always by Mikey's side. Um, <laughs> while someone was traveling to Paris and started coughing upon his return to his homeland, <laughs> we're staying safe, so all of the listeners can stay safe. So don't go by. Any of the other advices? <laughs> Don't go to Paris right now. Just at home. Oh no! No, no <laughs> parades in Paris with. Oh man. The. <laughs> oh, it's gonna come up. It's <laughs> gonna come at home. Uh, but anyways, we'll... yeah, yeah, the at-home champions or whatever they called it. But let's talk about mm-hmm. some football, though. Um, what do you guys think about? Maybe, what do you guys think about Serie A maybe coming back or like you missing it at all? Uh, we can start with Ebbs. Uh, are you missing football at all? Like, does it seem like it's a, any time at all for it to come back? Man, I'm torn. I can't lie because I do miss football so bad. And I just feel like a point where we all wanted to see, well, personally, I wanted to see what we could do in EL and Europa League. I want us to go far and try win that. The league seemed a bit hard, but I just miss watching the guys, man. I miss all of them. I miss Kondreva taking a fake shot, then taking a crop on his left. I miss Vecino rounding up. People complain about Vecino. Man, I even low-key miss Lukaku. Oh. <laughs> so, the question is if they should go back, though, because I, I, I thought that personally with everything that's going on, Italy was hit so bad that to try and fit all the games in the month of July, because UEFA set the target of August 8th to have all the games completed and a list for UEFA next season's um, European competitions to be submitted. So to do all the games in that time period, I generally feel like people are going to get infected again if they try to do that, because at least 100 or 300 people have to be at a stadium, even if it's empty. So it's just risking health over what I want. And personally, I feel like the season is finished. So if I had to say, I would just say end the season now and just play play our Europa League and Champions League. Uh, that's a fair, that's a different um way to put it. Like, I, I get that. Like, I like that idea of just like playing your European competitions because those are almost done and then just calling the leagues finished. Um. 
because I feel like most leagues are pretty much set the way that they're going to be. Like, I mean, we could probably jump Lazio maybe. I don't see us winning the title now just because of how f- everything went to shit like it usually does in January. Um, but we'll see, man. Um, Chino, what do you think? Um, hmm. Well, of course I miss football. I mean, part of the routine of life is, you know, your weekend, you got your football, midweek you have some football to watch, and, you know, you work around that shit. But right now it's just been pain. I mean, plenty of people have been sending links to watch old games and shit, but, I mean... Who wants to watch old games? Then most times your team lost. You know, we didn't win anything. You know? <laughs> um, about starting back, I, I honestly don't see the sense. I think it's just too much. Too many people died. Too many, you know, situations that could occur. Like people getting sick again. Like you know, one thing. Okay, I think I've just said like I'll have a couple people in the stadium still watching the games, even if the games are closed. But what about people gathering outside to watch it? Fans, you know, who's going to stop the Cooper, you know, from coming outside and yeah, chanting yeah. and, you know, doing some shit still. Gathering yeah, in the yeah. little pubs and, the, you know, bars, drinking, watching the games and shit. It's going to cause people to, you know, come out. So on a, from a human yeah. standpoint, I would want, I want it. Yeah. I would like if, you know, we just try and get over this hurdle right now, start afresh in September again. Oh, that's just it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you're right, because I remember um, yeah. right before uh, Inter and Juve, the last game that was played, um, there were people, like, gathering outside the hotels, and, like, I don't know. It was just starting to get bad then, and people were still trying to, like... Yeah, we can't stop that. We can't stop people. I mean, people will, no matter what, come together and... No matter, it's real hard to see people. You can't stop people yeah, because they've been doing a good job stopping people from getting out before. But yeah, it's a, to have everybody else restricted really, and then have footballers alone yeah. going out there, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because... Yeah. I mean, imagine the players, their mentalities. Like, I think I saw Aguero talking in the news before about the players are a bit worried about coming back as well. But they're scared to like interact with each other. Then if they hear someone sick, there'll be a whole scenario starting up again. So to have them have this epidemic and then go back to like work, I think that'll throw them off, man. You'll, you'll get there won't be the same football that we were getting beforehand. So we sure. might as well just yeah, pull I mean, it off. It's a physical game, right? You're gonna rub up on guys and thing. All it, these droplets and mm-hmm. shit yeah, exactly. all over the place. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Imagine a guy spitting on you now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, see exactly. Now just cause fear and commotion. Yeah. You have people asking <laughs> to be subbed off. <laughs> yeah, it's not stuff. What about you, Hristo? You've been quiet. Honestly, you any different takes? Any agreements? Disagreements? I mean, uh, both of both of them really said what was needed to be said. But I think, as Epps pointed out, like it's not going to be the same. Especially if we take into account that uh, some teams in Serie A, some clubs are starting with their preparations tomorrow in, in larger groups. But Inter is starting, for, for example, like in two weeks, two and two and a half weeks. So not every club is going to have the same um, starting point. Some of the clubs will be, or some of the players will be more ready than the rest. But I think I, I saw 
that, if I'm not mistaken, maybe Epps knows better, uh, that one of the owners in, in the Premier League, is, uh, I think it was Brighton's owner, uh, said that he was, even though he doesn't like the decision, he agrees that um, matches should be played in other cities instead of their own. So basically on a neutral uh, field, basically. Not to have, as Chino said, all the ultras uh, around the stadium, even if they are not allowed to enter the stadium. And another thing is that <clears throat> even though yeah, the, everything is going to be very difficult and very different to what it was previously, but if other branches of, uh, of works or any shops and people started working again and life goes back to normal, I mean, that makes sense that football starts because you, uh, if they are part of the working force and if they are working as the other people, and people are going back to work, it makes more sense for football players to go back to their normal surrounding without fans, just with a um, small number of staff that are needed for, for the functioning of the club. So, I don't know. In some leagues, we've seen that they treat the virus seriously, uh, more seriously than others. Uh, it makes sense to restart the leagues, but it doesn't make sense in a way. So, whatever they make, uh, make of the situation... I think it's going to be beneficial, whether that is for the economy of the country or for the players' health, because I don't think that both of them can go uh, hand in hand. It's going to be very difficult. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be very difficult, so somebody's going to profit. Let's see who it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, I agree. It's, I 100% agree. And I just feel like um, Italy, England... Oh, sorry to cut you off. I just feel Italy, England and Germany are pushing down the route where they need the TV revenue paid out. Like, we saw already Lyon are suing the French League, so I, can, I can't imagine that going down well in Italy. Imagine you went to swing himself or themselves. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's exactly. like a moral thing because, like, or it's moral and business. Like, everybody who loves football, of course, misses it, but, like, I think kind of what we've discussed is like everyone also knows that these guys are people too. Like these footballers would be going out and like risking like their health, their family's health. Cause I mean, they'd be going back home with it. So it's, it's a lot deeper than just the ball being kicked on the pitch. But um, I think we'll see it back. But like Eb said, it's not going to be the same. And I think it could very easily like fall apart and be like lockdown part two. One player, yeah, one player getting sick, and I think they'll just call it yeah. off. Yeah. So, I think it'll be a miracle if it, this season actually it, they get to complete those twelve matches. I think so. Yeah, I think something will happen. Whether what it's the... what Eb said, where you just play your continental competitions, whether it's yeah. you know people playing but nobody's really agreeing on it, or. Just yeah. nobody, not not everybody can be pleased in this situation, which is really sad because I mean, Definitely. at the end, at the end of the day, no, everyone no. just wants to, you know, watch the sport they enjoy. But you know, it's not the same when lives are at risk over it. Um, but to move on from some somber stuff, um, we'll try to talk about some actual like inter stuff, maybe. Um. Since we do have the Acardi stuff, I will bring that up just because um, it is kind of... Acardi yeah, stuff? Yeah, because it's a little... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what happened? happened? What happened? Um, 
Of course, we talked about <laughs> League One and League, League One. Not League One. League One is in England. League One has called their season, and Accardi <laughs> has won his first trophy with Paris Saint-Germain. Whether he stays there or does not, he still has that. And I wanted to know from Ebbs and Chino, who we all know um, in our circles as being big Accardi guys, I wanted to know what you guys thought about his future, whether – it's going to be in Paris, whether it's going to be in Italy or anywhere else. Um, I want to start with Ebbs again. Where do you think Accardi lands after this? Man, with that guy, it's so hard to tell because obviously every week he'll be linked with Juventus until the window closes. I think he'll be linked with Juventus until the window closes. But then every week I see... Our events are trying to re-sign um, Higuain. They're trying to name him to a contract. I think I even saw that they're trying to nail him, Chiellini, and I thought the third person to a contract. I, I think I heard the director say. Napoli, I feel like they... Napoli doesn't interest him. I feel like he just feels like he'll be chasing. He might. He, he would just be chasing. He wants to actually win a title if he's going to come back to Italy. So I'm going to go with Juventus or Atletico, but... <sighs> If you have to put a gun to my head, I will say he'll end up at Juventus and making next year even more controversial to oh be on the TL, man. It's going to be so toxic. <laughs> it's going to be so toxic, man. It's going to be so toxic. I feel like no matter what he does when he's in the headlines, he's going to be discussed. It's like, when I came on the TL, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just talk about the issue at hand, literally him winning um, the French League. When I came on the TL that day and I saw that the French League had been cancelled, I took nothing of it. I literally took nothing of it. But then I just saw everyone was just celebrating and dancing around. Yeah, Cardi had not won this, Cardi had not won that. And I was just thinking to myself, wow, it really, they really didn't want him to win. And the title battle was he was definitely, it was inevitable for him to win. Like, he really didn't want him to win. And... So to see two days later it awarded was just the most <laughs> hilarious of things. Like it was, <laughs> it was so hilarious. Like it just had me dying. I just thought, yes. <laughs> I mean, it was more of a case where the TL yeah. brought it on themselves because I just felt like it was so. They just they should have just let it slide. And here we are today, and he's lifted the title. And now that we've brought it up, it's, it seemed like a big issue, but. Alas, we live to see another day. <laughs> we live to see another day. That's why I'm scared, personally, if the league does continue, because I feel like Icardi winning a trophy will be the same as Lukaku getting 19 goals. I feel like it will be a horrible day for me. But I'm happy for Lukaku, man. If he gets it, he gets it. If he doesn't, then I get to live on Twitter <laughs> with my head above water. Epps, you're already drowning, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, but they'll never get me, bro. <laughs> they'll never get me. No, no, no. I cannot uh, forget the stuff that you said about uh, Lukaku, about his, I don't know, first touch as, as any Premier League fan, which I don't expect much from Premier League fans, to be quite honest. But still, you know, I, I, I thought that you know better or knew better about Lukaku, especially because he can bully everyone in the league. No. And we saw that no. he bullied Icardi out oh, of the club. God. 
And you mentioned oh, the, the God, oh God, oh God, oh God, <laughs> oh God, God, yeah, the club. <laughs> you almost joined Juventus, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? You almost joined Juventus. People forget. But now, what I'll say on Lukaku is that he's definitely played better than I thought he'd play. He's bought, played a lot similar because there's a lot of games where I didn't expect much from him and he didn't give much. But then that's just how he plays and I know he'll give much more in other games. So I was cool with it. I didn't expect him to get to 18 goals so quick. Like, I really didn't. So, yeah, like, if you if you look at it overall, he has done better and I feel like if he was in front of me, I'd say, I'll pat him on the shoulder and say, big man, you, you, you've done well this year. Keep it up. Like, keep up. But, is he a league winning? Is he a league winning striker? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Is he a league winning striker? Like, and that's and that was my issue. That was my issue. When she was sending the card, was that I was afraid the replacement wouldn't be good enough. I w- it wouldn't be good enough. If Griezmann, I would have forgot about Cardi. Why would I remember Cardi? Griezmann coming. Lukaku was always a gamble. It was always a gamble. But it looks like this year. It's a tolerate. It's a it's a gamble I can tolerate. Let's we have to see what next year brings. But yeah, I'm hoping low key he does well. Even if it means facing embarrassment, I always want Inter to do well. Everything I say is for Inter to do well. Like that's thing. That's the personal thing. People think that I put personal pride. If I put personal pride above Inter, then you would know that Inter. I don't want Inter to get results. That's why I didn't want Young and Moses at the club because I want. Into to get the results. I don't want Inter to get to second, third. Now I want us to push for the title, but we just fell short. Mike, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted so, to say yeah. one more thing. <clears throat> you said uh, he was not a league-winning striker. Well, to be quite honest, maybe he isn't. But he won. Uh, he won the Manchester United uh, Europa League trophy. No, he wasn't. He at was. That. He, he did. I think it was Latan. That was years last. I'm retired, right? I don't know. No, well, never mind. Like, it was two years. He, he spent two years no, at no, Manu. No, no. I can't even remember. I don't know. Manu, Ibs, tell us. It doesn't matter. My point was that, um, uh, even though he, he may not win it, like, my point was that the last, you know, the last um, moment that Manchester United fans cherished the most was the, uh, the Champions League win against PSG. And who was the main character in that story sure it wasn't Icardi and bro for some no 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 just sorry okay uh, I just wanted to, you can say whatever yeah, you want yeah, I yeah. just wanted to ask Epps um, does he think do you think that Lukaku can continue this kind of form or that, do you think that this was like a one season wonder when it comes to the Serie A or the Serie A suits him more than the Premier League watching watching him play it's clear to see that Serie A suits him way better than Prem for me. Like, his his physique shows off way, way more in Serie A. Do I think that this season was a one-season wonder? No. Because everyone, no one could deny Lukaku the human being is a great person. Like, you can see his drive. You can tell that he came here to, he wants to improve his name across the world. He wants to win things. He wants to prove he is that striker. Like, his will... His determination, I have no problem with. His morals, no Who problem. Fuck cares a great about human being. You Who can see it from the way shit? he came. Who cares about that shit? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, that, and, and, uh, that's, and that's the issue. That's, that's the issue. That, and that's the issue I have with Lukaku. But if you look at him purely from a p- footballing point of view, 
there's so many other strikers that could probably do more. But then the thing is, one thing I'll say is that that was based on the assumption that he would be leading the team by himself, like how Icardi had to lead the team before. Literally, I think there was a couple of tweets before I came, um, before um, the season started. I had said that if Lukaku was to play with Lutaro Martinez, we would need midfielders to start scoring. And then immediately, since he started, came out the gates, I didn't even, like, since he came out the gates, Martinez, um, since he came out the, day, the gate, when Martinez wasn't scoring that much at the beginning, and then Brozovic came and Barella started chipping it, and then Martinez started picking up the stack. Like, so, I didn't expect the, the LM10 Lukaku partnership to bring so many goals together. If that was the case, then I would say, yeah, like Lukaku suitable. We could win the league with Lukaku, Lutaro Martinez. We could win the league with Lukaku and another striker if LM10 does go. Because I feel like the rest of the team and the manager are at league winning level. But if Lukaku had joined our team from last year with Borja, Vecino starting, there is no way we reach fourth place. I genuinely believe that there's no way. I think that's kind of fair. I do Good see point. that. Um... Accardi did like one thing that you could see from this guy is he enjoyed being that main man. He like even though he was dragging Inter by like the fucking leg to fourth place, like he enjoyed that and like that was his thing. He wants to be that guy with the theatrics. He wants to be the guy that jumps up on the boards with his cuffs behind his ear. Like I mean that's just him and like there's a place for that and like I appreciate that and I respect the way that he's not that he's not really intimidated by much, but I do see where cold blooded. Yeah, he's a cold blooded guy. And you see like Lukaku's mm-hmm. a different guy and is in a more talented team. So I, I, I agree with what Ed is saying for the most part, which I'm actually really glad that this is not <laughs> becoming a like, horrible Twitter conversation that you see where people are attacking each other. Like, this is, this is good. This is good. Oh, now, it translates different on Twitter. It really does translate different. That's why it's like, I feel like if a lot of people had met me in person, they'll understand that literally the way I tweet is the way I speak. That's why when I put lots of O's in my lords, I'm literally <laughs> saying, oh, <laughs> it's, it's a literal thing. So it's like, I don't know. The, t- the subject of Lukaku Cardi is so touchy because if you were to put them both together individually, you would say the difference between them two is like, I wouldn't say it's marginal. In my opinion, I feel like Cardi is a better overall striker because I feel like Icardi will find the back in the net more often. But then the difference between the both of them is not, it's not like it's not a difference where you could complain. Maybe now, maybe if you ask me in September last year, I would say the difference is large. But then seeing Lukaku this year, I can't lie, he's left a better opinion of, of himself on me because he's played a lot better football. Like I, you know, I support United as well. The last three years of United, I've never seen a goal like the goal he scored outside the box. Like he's scoring Adriano West goals. When did he score Adriano West goals against for United? He looked so out of place at United. It just was so frustrating. But then I'm hearing things like United didn't know that he had an allergy when he was there. So he was just gaining weight because the, th- the difference in body shape it's between huge. him yeah, then exactly. and him now is incredible. He, I don't care what anyone says. When we bought him in September, yeah. he was overweight, right? He had just had a horrible season at Manu. As far as I was concerned, 
selling a world-class player who you know can do it, who can perform, to take a risk on a guy who overweight, um, hey, hey, you know, out of form. That was, I, I that was another problem as well. I don't care what anybody says. He was if not a guarantee. People underrate the risk. Exactly. That's people underrate the risk. They made it seem like we were crazy that we were replacing Lukaku with Carly. Like, think about it. We just had a guy who hit 29 goals, one player of the year. Like, literally, we were supposed to... That's that's what frustrates me so much with Inter. Whenever we were supposed to push on, we take two steps back. We had a, we had a guy, like, he was settled. 29 goals. Like, he had been at the club for ages. Eight high score. Everything was cool. Then an argument takes place. Fair enough. Cool. All right. I'm not disputing it. He had to go fair, calm. But then the replacement now is someone that was out of form. Yeah, is literally everyone was referring to his Everton days, not his United days. He was out of form. He looked out of shape, and we're trying to push on you, bit. And we're now going to pay. Well, the report fee is sixty-five mil. Like, of course you'll be scared. You're thinking, oh, it's just another. It's like we had Cancelo, everything as well, and then we went back and we picked up. <laughs> it just feels like you're going forward and then back, forward and then back. It's so frustrating with Inter. And now it looks like the same thing is going to happen with LM10. Like, literally, literally. But the only problem with LM10, but I don't really mind, is that I feel like if we do sell him, it will be for the 111 mil. And we should take 111 mil for LM10. Like, we can't... We, 111 mil, you don't turn it down. Like, what do you... You, you can't turn that sort of thing down. You just well, hope that yeah. we spend it wisely. Yeah, I think with... <laughs> Lautaro, I think we get at least another year out of him. But yeah, if Barca, after this year, you know, all the shit, maybe they get Neymar or whatever they're trying to do this summer. If they get that working and then come back around in summer of 2021 with 111 mil, like, unless we've upped his, um, fucking upped his release clause, like, there's nothing we can really do about that. And I think by then, I think we would bring in some kind of suitable replacement. It would. I don't think we would. We have no choice. Again, but to. did on Lukaku. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to to say something because <clears throat> comparing Cardi to Lukaku is quite quite difficult job because both of them are very different to each other in every sense. In every sense, like exactly. you can see <clears throat> the character, as Mikey said. Like, Icardi loved that shit for, from him being the main guy. And Lukaku enjoys having, you know, partners around him who can contribute towards his game. Because when it comes to goal scoring, I think Icardi is, to me, one of the best in the world, if not the best goal scorer in the world. No, nobody comes close to him because he needs only one chance to score a goal. That's it. He can be quiet for 90 minutes. Just, he has one chance in, in the 90th minute and scores a goal. Lukaku is not that type of player, but Lukaku offers something that Icardi doesn't, especially in contest system. Uh, having someone to play with his back, someone who's, to me, Lukaku is quite fast when it comes to his like ability. He's faster than Icardi, in my opinion. And um, you said, you said uh, it's a big, um, uh, it's a big uh, problem when it comes to his transfer fee and him coming to Inter, but. I think that people underestimate the Conte factor because Conte was pushing for him for like six years. And I think that if you are pushing for a player for such a long period of time, you either know something that regular people, regular uh, watchers of the game don't know. And I think he likes 
him as a player, but above all, he fits he fits within the group mentality, and Conte loves that. I think that every signing that we made last summer is someone, uh, or all of them are uh, players that are when it, team player, team players, Barella, um, Sensi, who I didn't expect to blow up as upset, um, and Lukaku. But I don't know. We'll see. Especially, I don't know if uh, if Lautaro is going this summer, uh, if any club is going to pay 111 millions. Who knows? Like, it was the same problem with Icardi. We were fearing that, oh, Real is going to buy him for like 11, 100 million, whatnot. But it came down to like 60, 70, or depends on the clauses and whatnot. But I don't know. I, I really like Lautaro, but to me, no, not a single player is worth 100 million above, and especially in this climate. No, I agree. I agree. I do feel like Lutaro is still raw. He's still like he still has a lot of learning to go. So I feel like for personally, I feel like if he goes to Barcelona and they they, they didn't buy Neymar before him, I feel like Barcelona will do worse. I just I don't know why I have this feeling. I just feel like they will not nah, do it as well as they expect. Killer. He is like a psychopath. That guy Basically, he is he's just gonna go up and up and up and up and up. I think he's a real deal. I really believe so. I feel like Barcelona yeah. is too soon. I feel like Barcelona is too soon for him. I feel like he, he himself needs at like two years more at Inter before he goes because this wasn't a perfect season for him. He, he had a great season. This has been a great season, but it's not been a perfect okay. season for him. To now go to Barcelona where literally the minimum expectation of Barcelona is to win. It's like it's to win everything. Maximum is to win. Yeah. Minimum is to win. I feel like it's a big, big he, he has come so, on so, 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 so. along or come on come along a lot this season compared to last year when he couldn't even you know stand up on his feet for long and he was just falling over. Like he did improve drastically this mm. season. And I think I really think that he could be mm. like Aguero or something, or even better than that with the amount of goals he scores. I do I do see Aguero in him. I do see Aguero in him. He hasn't got yeah. the finish of Aguero just yet, but Definitely his all-round yeah. players of where Who would you guys like to see come oh, if Lutaro does not come? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we're talking... <laughs> what, does someone say Cardi Lukaku partnership? Does someone say Cardi Lukaku partnership? What was that? Sorry, just <laughs> imagine <laughs> the sauce up front. Lukaku, Icardi, and... Oh wait, my days, it'll be nice. Oh my God. <laughs> Turn off the PlayStation. <laughs> Is this fantasy You can imagine how many tapins he will get every time Lukaku miscontrols a ball. Surprise! <laughs> 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 nah, I love it. That would be the dream. I've not watched much of Timo Werner, but what would you think of him as a replacement? I've not watched much of him, but I know um, that he he's seems a big like talent. The- one guy that would be able to come in and fill those shoes the most appropriately, being around the same age, kind of the same skill set, even like kind of the same build. I mean, I'm not a big Bundesliga guy either. I'm not going to try to pretend that I am. But yeah, I feel like that's kind of same, where same, they would same. go, like basically the same place that they were with Lautaro, but just with a different guy. Um, another guy that kind of does the same thing for me is also in the Bundesliga, so I can't speak too much, but a guy like maybe Kai Havertz, but that's like ultra hipster take. Um, I'm not going to set myself up for that one. Um, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, that's definitely that <laughs> my best guess is Werner. I agree with that one. And I think he would do all right. I mean, we, of course, would not know unless it happened. What do you, what was everybody else think? What do you think, Chino? Bro, I, I don't think you could replace somebody who I, who I think could blow up like Lotaro. Lotaro. Um, yeah. Mutins for sure. Yeah, it would never I be like a perfect replacement because, like, I agree with you guys. Yeah. But also, I think if he were to go to Barca, I think you'd see the same things that's happened with like oh, Dembele oh. and everybody else that went there too young that didn't come up in like La Masia or whatever, and they just like can't. Agree, agree, mm-hmm. agree, agree. I agree. I so, agree. Yeah, uh, Mertens oh. for sure. That's all. I don't know anybody else who I think could replace him. But straight in the line of Mertens could come in. So, so what would be your front four? Because we currently have Lukaku, um, Lukaku Sanchez, who will probably leave because I don't see Inter or United coming to an agreement on wages. I don't even see them coming to an agreement with Sanchez on wages. I think he'll see out his contract with United and then probably go like to... China, China. people still go to China. Fuck. So who would be? Your <laughs> oh no, 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 I don't think so because I think they cut, yeah, um, they they cut the wages, that. didn't they? Mm-hmm, they probably. dropped the salary, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so that's not even a possibility. But I saw some um, Roma might loan him again. Anyway, that's um over business. But I don't see Alexis Sanchez at the club, which is I wanted it to work. I wanted it to work at United. I wanted it to work at Inter, and it's both been the same thing. Just Poor. Well, he's not. Do you think he's been? Ah, I don't know. He's tried. I think he just he's got tried. Fucked, he's got a few assists, With that but injury, he's been injured. Like, he never got the chance. Yeah, he's like, the injury just messed him up. He never got a chance, man. Honestly, I, th- I think just, the problem with him is he's that... just getting paid too much money. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. if you just reduce his salary, he wouldn't seem like such a dud, and you know it wouldn't be so like, is he <laughs> is he good enough? Is he not good enough? Is he performing and shit? If he just was getting half of what he was getting now, or maybe even less, you know, we could keep him. Because I think he's all right to have. Yeah. And if he does pop off, he'll be real bad. You know? I, I wanted to say the same thing as you, yeah. but also, not only the salary, I think all of us remember Sanchez from uh, Udinese. I remember him from Udinese. And I've always said... And he terrorizing us. So I've always... Um, I've always wanted Sanchez to live up to that potential of, or to what he did during those times. And like that's been like ten over over ten years ago. So I don't think that's possible. But I mean so, he has, eh? He has he has had a good career. He just hasn't been able to perform at Inter I mean, so far. Chin, sorry, but like playing for Arsenal and Manchester United is not a good career. It's like playing for my fourth tier Macedonian Bro, side. He, he, he has I mean, <laughs> you're completely right. Like, most above all, I I don't think when like he has how many oh, wait, wait how many coupons he has and how many Messi has. Whoa, you know? Done. He has like. I think the biggest problem with him is not only the salary and and the reputation, but also like his mentality. He doesn't seem willing to play. He doesn't seem like he's motivated to play, at least that I've seen in Manchester United and, and Inter this season. Because he came into in Inter, the first game that he played, he was like excellent and he got a red card afterwards. Like, that's the dumbest decision you can make. It's like, you're 30-something, <laughs> you're 
experienced player that should know better than this shit. And Chino said the best. I don't think uh, Lautaro, we've seen the best from Lautaro. Because I've, I've, I've also read some reports that last season, his first season when Icardi was playing, he had some like homesickness problems or whatnot. So I don't think he's still ready to play for Barcelona because Barcelona is like, you have Messi alongside and you have expectations. Like this isn't, uh, this isn't like the rebuilding process. Even though they, like Barcelona's team is fucking shit. They're still playing with Piquet at the back. It's like, what is this, 2011? <laughs> Fuck off with this shit. <laughs> and they have like big expectations. So I, I'm, I don't think he's ready. But if he goes there, He's going to fit in nicely because uh, he has played with Messi. I mean, Messi, as the supreme leader, likes him, which is the most important thing in Barcelona, apparently. And who knows? Like, I don't think he'll go just because of... Uh, if Inter doesn't accept any um, changing of players, exchange of players plus money, because 111 millions uh, for a season in which there has been a lot of economic crisis all around the world, all around the sport, uh, I don't know. And many directors that I've seen that gave an interview also said that it is difficult for clubs not having the same amount of money as they had previous seasons. So everything is going to change, apparently. So we have to wait and see. I just really don't see why outside of, you know, playing with Messi, which, I mean, you can't fault anybody for, or, like, just the name Barcelona. Like, I don't know why anybody would want to go there now. Because, like, look at their last signings. Like, agree. Dembele went to shit. Um, Griezmann hasn't done much. Coutinho, Coutinho hasn't done much. Like, I don't know. Coutinho. And it's like 500, uh, 500 million spent on dog shit players. Because, because they win still, bro. I mean, they are La Liga champions still, uh, right? Did they win? But like, I mean, that's yeah, good yeah. enough. Yeah. Is it though? Not winning. What do you mean? For a player who's still not winning anything. It's good. It's still, and, and probably doubling or tripling your salary. It seems like they're still running on, like, the old I, I, cast. Like, they're still re- relying on, like, Messi, yeah. Busquets, like, those guys. And until 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 these guys go, they will rely on them. How could you not rely on Messi? But yeah, who would rely on Messi? Right, but... I, I think... <laughs> but it's not only relying on a player. The thing, I think... Mike is onto good onto something good because they're not relying only on Messi on playing wise. Like they're relying on Messi to attract players. If you take out Messi of the, out of that team, who who oh, who's come left? On. Who's left? Oh come on! Fucking Suarez. Who's left for what us? What? Nah, there's still Griezmann. There's still Griezmann. Suarez. 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 They're brand name footballers. Like who? Why wouldn't you want to fucking go to the young bro? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So you trying to tell me? Right, that if I'm Lautaro Martinez, I would not want to go and play at Barca. No, Even I'm if saying you still there. go, but I'm saying right? there League should champions. be like maybe a second thought just because of like the way things have been going. Yeah, well, okay, who's who saying the man wouldn't think twice about it? I mean, he's gonna change country and shit. But comparing Inter now to Barcelona now, it's not even a fucking thought. Maybe I'm it's wrong, like, bro, but I don't consider Barca like, as, as like the, the Hola the... Messi, I'm coming. <laughs> you know. Well, Jeez, I tell you, warm up my mate. Oh <laughs> my god, I wanted to buy the mate material I was looking at like yesterday. So I'm buying mate, bro. I'm gonna turn into Icardi and Lautaro. So fuck the y'all. The best you know. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> sip in my mate like <sighs> next next week, bro. Ne- the listeners can tune in next week and expect mate, mate review. Right, well, 
Let's get off the brothers. If, the... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If Inter, Morata come out and we sign Pogba <sighs> this summer, I could tell you Lautaro not making sense going to Barca. Like, I would stay at that club. I would stay at Inter. If you go, I'm sign a player like Pogba. But why would you go? It's not only to go and make money because you're 22, 23. So you have like 10 more years to make money. You need only one huge contract. Make money and win shit, us. I'm, but, you win shit. but with us, I'm talking about him going to Barca doesn't make a lot sense. A lot like except playing with Messi. Who are you gonna play with? My fucking grandma or fucking Suarez, bro? They have nothing. Like they're playing with Firpo, Alba, and Semedo. Like they are capable of beating Inter, and that's it. They're fucking playing with 16-year-old Ansu Fati. It's Barca. They're like I don't, I don't know what you're saying, us because I could call it's like playing. Who who's who's playing left back for us now? Ashley Young? Uh the guy that won the the Europa League. Yeah, what? yeah, that, that's the one. What? The guy breached <sighs> it on his mouth or something? I wanna stay I wanna stay oh, and play with those yeah. guys compared to Barca. Come on. Blake. I don't want them right, to go, but right. I don't Let's think it's gonna make sense. And and he's going there to start to us. Let's bring it back to Inter. I was now watching the Ambassador documentary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start speaking about Tiki Taka 433 now. No, I hate Barca. I don't get tired. I hate fucking Barca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get that yeah. from your... I hate them. Yeah, yeah. But sh- I mean, yeah. Sure, buddy. Give them, you have to give them I the credit. Wanna, you know? I do want to bring something up that kind of came up in passing. Um, we talked about Cincy a little bit, or was Cincy was kind of mentioned as an aside, but um, this break after he's had all these injuries, do you guys think that he can come back and be that guy that he was like back in September, back in early October. Do you, you guys see him coming back and being that good of a midfielder again? I could go first, for sure. With 12 games to win the season, he'll be like fucking Maradona. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he'll probably break down maybe with one game to go. and then Just like okay. Maradona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, he'll probably be great. I think so. I don't think he is But that's that... I mean, he played like it's not like it weren't. How many games did he play? He played in September, end of August, and he got injured against Juventus at the beginning of October. So that's like a month of playing. Come on, I, yeah, I that's mean, all. That's that's all is left, you know. Imagine, bro. Imagine relying on something that happened seven, eight months ago. Like, <laughs> I I can understand from me. Oh, 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 wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. As you say that. So, us, when we wanted to get Ooh. Lukaku, not for his one bad year form, Ooh. was not, you know, so was nothing, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, he did, eh? <laughs> I mean, did I? He scored 20 goals a season that season, and he was considered a bad season. You know, people have a bad perception about that. Remember, remember when, we, uh, when we signed Raja? It's like, oh, Raja is coming off of a bad season. But he had, he had like nine goals or four goals and nine assists, something like that. So like, I, I don't recall any of that shit. Everybody was real happy about signing Raja. I don't really? know anybody talking about a bad season. Yeah, really. Oh, you're giving everybody out Zaniolo for 35-year-old Raja snorting this and that. Come on, bro. Who is, who, 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 we didn't even know who Zaniolo was, was. We were talking about that shit last summer. Come on, you want to... I'm gonna cut some, some 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 pieces and show you that you're. Oh, 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 you're talking about Raja season at Inter. 
before he no, came. No, we didn't yeah, talk I, about before he came. We, this, we started the pod like he was fucking out, like yeah. dipping by. Everybody was already like, oh, oh, like yeah. Zaniolo doing good when. That's yeah. my that's my point. Like when we signed Raja, it was it was like, oh, we are giving out a, a prospect and we're signing washed up Raja, which to a certain that? extent nah. is true. Bro, who was? Yeah, I think Christo said really? that. Like I remember Christo <laughs> like kind of being like a little hesitant, if I'm not mistaken, or somebody was. Nah, 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 nothing, nothing. Yeah, not on not the podcast when it started, but so, like I'm talking about when Raja actually came to enter. Like I mean, we all talked. Like, no, he's a big Raja fan. Oh, was he? Oh. he still is. Yeah. He still is. Raja is his favorite player. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense because I like. <laughs> I adore Quaresma, but Quaresma is fucking dog shit. He couldn't play in Kasim Pasha and Besiktas, so I. It, it was a fucking. I, it doesn't matter. We'll talk about Raja some other time. <laughs> Let's not go into that. I'm gonna start railed up, and it's already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. with Sensi, um, I kind of tend to be on the cautious side because, like, we did only see like a. If you count preseason, we saw from like July to October what he could do, but like we now don't know like what he's going to be coming back because the couple of times he played after he came back, he was a shell of what he was. But maybe he could, if he comes back and is half of what he was, then I think we just play Erickson there anyway and it doesn't matter. Right, I totally fully yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think I mean, our he... team is gonna look like coming back to start to finish the season? I mean, those guys have been training. I hope like, so. I mean, how well, Lukaku fit are they gonna, gonna come be? back? Twenty eighteen United. <laughs> well, I saw some posts on like Twitter and whatnot. He seemed to have a six pack intact still, so you know. Maybe, but you know you can have them. It's called the well, outy abs. I just call them outy abs. You know when you have a big belly and you just have abs on the outside. Painted <laughs> <laughs> with a fucking yeah. Yeah. the Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> that's some shit that you guys would that's do. That's a <laughs> I guess. What do you think about Ericsson and Sensei? This, I mean, if the what? season continues, I think if the season continues. We should try. That's the thing. I personally think we should try to integrate Ericsson as soon as possible. I don't want to see him become another player that comes, doesn't integrate, is linked away, and then eventually leaves, and then we don't see the best out of him. I feel like if we can get the best out of Ericsson, then the team would be go up another gear. Sensi, I feel like for now, if he can stay fit, then let him play for his starting spot. Like, I feel like... Inter is a big team. We should have com- com- competition for places across the pitch. I feel like it's no problem to have Sensi, Barella, Eriksen, um, another midfielder we do by, and Fusino. Like they should all be battling out for those, and Brozovic, and they should all be battling out for those three places. So for twenty million as well to have someone battling with Eriksen, I think that's a great deal. So, but it just depends on if he stays fit. I feel like I. We'll take just like Raf, you know, I will take sentiment aside, and I only want to buy players that can consistently offer the best. Like, I love Rafino, I love Sensi, but for me, injury problems I try to stay away from because then we end up with having to play Borja, Vecino, and then 
you know what happens when that happens. We don't go on, we don't challenge the league. We start selling for third, second or semi-final of this cup or that cup. Honestly speaking, I just want to see us in a knockout competition because I feel like if we were to watch league, league football, Inter would just throw my heart into all different directions. I feel like it, I feel like we're going to start training late as you said, because um, I swear um, Apiano's region yeah. was the worstly affected region. So they're going to start training late. They're going to start training um, well after Roma and Lazio and everyone else. So I feel like we'll just be unprepared and we'll be going off into time just out in a willpower just to get the result. And I feel like that would be a very hard watch, <laughs> personally. I feel like it would be a hard watch. So I'd rather just watch it to be knockout matches against European or competition. Yeah, that just means um, we're going to get knocked out one time, right? Oh. No, no, no. In one-off games, it, the spirit of Inter can do wonders, man. They really can yeah. in one-off games. Like, so I think... Fitness and contest style. I don't know if this these couple of weeks preparation for the last couple of games is going to be good enough for us. It, it probably might just be a, a painful watch for us. <laughs> that's, Look, that's what I feel like it will be if the league was to return. So I'm, that's why I'm more in the opinion of just starting fresh, getting a preseason, play the European competition if you ever insist on it, and then just start for next season, man. Like the, yeah, I feel sorry for Lazio because I heard the last time they were challenging for the league, no, the season got cancelled as well. But it is what it yeah, is. But... Yeah. Um, the, oh, was that? Oh, oh well, yeah, but they are during the World War or something like that. I think, <laughs> I think the they won it in what? 2000? Yeah, 2000, 2001, I think. Yeah, 2000. With a bomb squad. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, I. I like. A lot of other Inter fans probably we forget that like we have like a whole ass Christian Eriksen in the squad. That's like I mean, he's like a, only a year removed from like exactly. Champions League final. Like dude was like tearing shit up. But if we can get the best out of that guy, like he's got to no. be like one of the first names on the team sheet. Exactly. Exactly. 100%, like, in any team. Like, that's the thing. Like, Inter's a big team. I just miss the days. And that's what pained me about the Icardi thing as well is because it's not as if, like, I loved Icardi. It's just what he represented. He was a top 10 striker. Like, we could, no one could dispute that with us. We had a top 10 striker in our team, undisputable. We had a top 10 keeper, in a top 5 keeper in our team, undisputable. Strinia just came in top centre-back. Center like, it was all going so well. We just had to make a few more additions. But, you know yeah. what? It's done. It's over. We have, look, LM10 came up. Lukaku's here. So now, I hope we don't sell anyone. Like, I don't, I hope we don't sell Springer. I hope we don't sell LM10. I hope we make additions. But if we do sell, I know centre-back, for some reason, Inter know how to buy centre-backs. So I don't, I don't, I, I, like, I trust them there. Attackers, I feel like in this market, you can easily make a mistake. Inter's always bought good number nines. Like, I'll give it to them. We've always bought good number nines. So, I just hope we don't mess up. If and I hope we bring in a midfielder of substance. Like, we need a big midfielder to make the midfield Pop, but so what position, though, for, um, for Conte, when he was it's in a 
Possibly. He was one of those box to box. Where did he play? Because he was beside. I saw he played the left over LCM. Pirlo. It's Pirlo. Vidal and Pogba. And Pogba. Vidal. Yeah, so Pogba wouldn't affect um, Ericsson playing, right? He shouldn't because Ericsson is more of a, an attacking player. So imagine. <clears throat> so it would, be, it would be you would have Pogba ahead of Barella instead of ahead of Ericsson. But I love Barella. I think Barella is one of the most underappreciated. Like, guys, if you watched him live, you would understand that this guy is so important to everything we do. Like, other than Brozovic, it's literally Barella. Like, those yeah, two like, are like so key in that now. midfield. Barella is... I like but I, 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 like I, I, hate, I hate to He's a player, grinder, to a big grinder. <laughs> That's my, my only fault. He's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like them at all. Oh, how bad shit got. Big boy Gagliardini. So, like, yeah, a guy really is important. Well, I think that's about everything. Um, that was a really good talk, guys. I um, haven't talked much football lately. And felt like we had some really good conversations, really ironed out just about mm-hmm. everything that there is to talk about right now. Um, I want to thank Ebs for coming on. Really appreciated it. Really got a really good point of view from him. And, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks for having me, honestly. Um, I hope to be on more often, man. It seems like fun and great. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good to speak because, out my yeah, points instead of like tweet out my points. We'll definitely see about getting you on some more. Like, really good stuff there. Um, Christo, thanks as ever. Yeah. Really glad to have you back. <laughs> Uh, no problem. That's everything from all of us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.